Overcoming problems has allowed me to sharpen my skills in communication, leadership, and critical thinking, problem-solving skills. And to me, those are the most beautiful gifts that I've received so far in overcoming problems. But I continue to do so today, and I think that without the problems that I just described, and, and really I'm just talking about categories of problems, I don't think that I would have been able to strengthen my communication, my leadership skills, my thinking abilities to solve bigger problems. And these are immeasurable in value. Welcome to Elevate, the masterclass where we dissect the elements of exceptional achievement and lifestyle design with a focus on personal growth and real estate investing. Now, here's your host, Tyler Chesser. Elevate Nation, welcome back. This is Tyler Chester. I'm so thankful to have you here. And I'm blessed and grateful to be sitting down with you in another edition of Elevate Exclusive with Tyler. It's me, myself, and I today. You've got me. And today you're going to learn how to find the gift in problems. We hear that all the time. I think some of the wisest people remind us of that constantly. But I want to get into the nitty gritty of how you can find the gift in challenges, adversities, setbacks, problems in your business and in your life, and how to prepare yourself to solve bigger problems. Because just a little hint, that is the key to creating your dreams is to solve bigger and bigger problems. I'm going to talk to you about some of the things, some of the tips, some of the strategies, some of the tactics, and the five steps that I would suggest that you take if you'd like to find the gift and the tremendous gift in your own adversities, your own problems. Elevate Podcast is all about mindset, mind expansion, personal development for high-performing real estate investors. I'm your host, Tyler Chester, and I'm a professional real estate investor and entrepreneur. It is my job to decode the stories, habits, and multifaceted expertise of world-class investors and other experts to help you elevate your performance and lifestyle. Are you ready to take it to another level? It is time. Let's raise the bar today. I want to invite you to pay the fee. The fee is to pay it forward and share this episode with someone else. All you have to do is just grab the link, send it however you want to send it over the internet or whatever. I'm going to invite you to be creative in your own way. If you've already done that in the past, thank you so much. The only way that we can continue to grow is if you do that again. So the fee again for today's episode is to pay it forward and share this episode. I just want to thank everybody who has done that in the past. From the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate it because our team is continuing to really work our butt off to bring tremendous value to you. So the way that you can share Show us your thanks is to pay it forward and pass this along to someone else and share with them what it is that you love about Elevate Podcast. Also, don't forget to give us a rating, a review, and subscribe or follow Elevate Podcast and wherever it is that you listen or watch podcasts. By the way, you can watch each and every single one of these episodes on YouTube if you feel like you'd like to see our beautiful faces. Also, you can listen on any podcast platform that you love. So with all that said, I want to dive in and I want to talk to you a little bit about how you can find the gift in problems. And I want to start off with a quote from the great Napoleon Hill, who said in his classic Think and Grow Rich, that every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries with it a seed of an equal or greater benefit. I'll say that again. Every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. So let's start there and we'll set the tone because wise men, he really found that from wise men studying some of the most wealthy men of his time, he learned that this is true. And so I think we have to start there with the trust. And I think if we look back in our own lives, we can recognize that that is true in its own way. And it does require us to condition our mind to be able to recognize that and to see that moving forward as well. 
But I think it's important for us to really set the tone with recognizing that they carry every adversity, every failure, every heartbreak carries with it the seed of an equal or greater benefit. So it's almost like you're paying your dues for what's to come on the back end. In other words, problems are gifts. They are gifts. They certainly don't feel like it at the time when we're going through a challenge. I can tell you that it's very challenging for me, even in certain circumstances. I'm dealing with a particular business related problem right now that does not feel like a gift. But I do have to remind myself that, you know, wise men like Napoleon Hill and the people that he studied in that amazing classic really showed us that that is true. And I also just read a book by a man named David Dutch, and I, I believe I'm pronouncing his name correctly. It's called The Beginning of Infinity. And man, I tell you, it, it really expanded my mind in so many different ways just to learn from this intellect and really the way that he thinks and the way that he looks at the world, the way that he synthesizes knowledge. And truthfully, what he really communicated in that book is that knowledge is the beginning of infinity and knowledge is never stagnant. It will never end. We will always be continuing to build on that knowledge. And ultimately, the way that we solve problems is through knowledge and problems create the ability for us to create more knowledge. And when we think about human beings, that's where our progress has lied is through further knowledge by overcoming problems. And it's not about solving every problem perpetually and never, you know, being problem free, but it's about encountering problems and continuing to propel ourselves forward. And one of the things that he said in that book is that an unproblematic state is a state without creative thought. And by the way, here's here's what he also added. Its other name is death. An unproblematic state is a state without creative thought. Its other name is death. He goes on further to say that every problem is that is interesting is also soluble. In other words, every problem has a solution. So again, what we're doing right now in this discussion is we are conditioning our minds. We are giving ourselves references to other very smart people who have studied this issue, who have observed history throughout thousands of years, tens of thousands of years, even millions of years going back to when, you know, us, our human being genes were literally just that they were just genes all the way to now, 2022, 2023 and beyond. Every problem has a solution, no matter what it is. David continues by saying, perhaps a more practical way of stressing the same truth would be to frame the growth of knowledge as a continual transition from problems to better problems, rather than from problems to solutions, or from theories to better theories. Without error correction, all information processing, and hence all knowledge creation, is necessarily bounded. Error correction is the beginning of infinity. So there is infinite progress, there's infinite possibilities on the other side of correcting errors, solving problems. And as a result of that error correction, we grow our knowledge. We expand knowledge creation, which again is the pathway to infinity. A lot of times we say that anything is possible on this podcast, and I firmly believe that. And I know that many of our guests believe that as well. And, and many of them have proven that to be true, that anything is possible. And I think every single day that we wake up in this amazing world that we live in, we recognize that anything is possible. I mean, look at what Elon Musk has been able to create in his life and in businesses that he's created just as one example. So the beginning of infinity starts with error correction. 
Error correction leads to greater knowledge, which then compounds. And by the way, that's exponential. And I'll just leave it at that. But I definitely, that was a huge window into the understanding of why problems are gifts. But I'd like to talk, I mean, a little bit about my life as an investor. I mean, frankly, looking back, you know, I've been in, in the real estate business for about nine years now. When I became a, an investor, you know, of course, as I started as an agent, um, you know, I was encountering problems. But when I became an investor, I was much more in the front lines of problems because, you know, as an agent, you sell a property and you kind of move on to the next deal. And certainly each deal had, had its own problems and that could be somewhat stressful. But man, being an investor was, was and is a totally different level to, you know, problems and problem solving. And at first I didn't recognize that, you know, engaging with those type of problems was the key to my progress. And initially I have to tell you that it overwhelmed me. I felt like I was alone and one of the only people running into the amount of problems that I was running into thinking about, you know, vacancies in my, my assets, evictions. I mean, evictions was like, to me, it just didn't make sense that people didn't pay rent. I mean, as crazy it is to say now, I mean, with thousands of apartment units, and of course, you know, you see from a high level, really what, you know, behavior of a resident community can be, and that there's a percentage that you can expect and those kind of things. But when I was really kind of getting my hands dirty in the beginning, I didn't, I never knew the level of individuals that at times, you know, perhaps they didn't have as much to lose as, as I would have expected. And, you know, they, they didn't really care to pay rent. Uh, and so going through evictions, I mean, that felt like a pretty overwhelming problem that obviously impacted my cash flow, that impacted my return on investment in the short term, that impacted the way that I was operating the asset. Unforeseen repairs, tax problems, cash flow issues, again, financing issues, problems with the bank, problems with the lender, problems with collections, you know, late payers, property management personnel issues. I mean, I had to change property management companies a few times early on. And, you know, it just felt like I was just overwhelmed with just problem after problem after problem, contractor issues, you know, people not showing up on time, people stealing supplies, supply costs going through the roof, you know, certain repairs that were made that needed to be repaired three or four times, failures in leasing, I mean, disputes with partners, insurance claims, so on and so forth. And I know I'm preaching to the choir here because if you're an investor, you've dealt with a lot of this stuff. And if you haven't already, you will, you will encounter these type of problems and more. But as I look back, back through these problems, I recognized that I got stronger and I created a team. I created standard operating procedures. I created systems. I frankly strengthened my mindset to be prepared to solve bigger problems and capture more substantial opportunities. And so each of my problems was a pathway to more success, getting closer to my bigger goals, my larger lifetime goals, whether it was like financially, whether that was in my lifestyle, whether that was things I wanted to experience, things I wanted to learn, who I wanted to become. Um, but overcoming problems has allowed me to sharpen my skills in communication, leadership, and critical thinking, problem-solving skills. And to me, those are the most beautiful gifts that I've received so far in overcoming problems. But I continue to do so today. And I think that without the problems that I just described, and, and really, I'm just talking about categories of problems, I don't think that I would have been able to strengthen my communication, my leadership skills, my thinking abilities to solve bigger problems. And these are immeasurable in value. And I believe these are prerequisites to going bigger. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you want to go bigger. 
And so let's embrace these problems and let's find the gifts in these problems. So, you know, one thing I'll just reiterate, it continues. I don't know why this is. Uh, maybe this is just a human condition. And uh, maybe you can write to me and tell me why you think this is. But it continues to be difficult for me to remember that problems are gifts, especially when I'm in the middle of another big problem. If it's one that's like, man, this seems like a bigger problem than I've ever had before. It's like, well, yeah, but those problems in the past, they weren't nearly as challenging as this. So this can't be a gift. This is not good. This is overwhelming. You know, I can't sleep. I can't think. And, you know, when we get stressed out, when we get fearful about problems, that's when things start to cascade in the wrong direction. And in, in my opinion, that's when we do not capture the gifts is when we when we ruminate, when we stress, when we have fear, when we have worry, when we have doubt in ourselves. And in my opinion, that takes us away from where we want to go. And again, where focus goes, energy flows. If we're focusing on the problem, if we're focusing on the negative, then we're going to get more problems. We're going to get more negative. So we have to recognize that. And so it's interesting that I, f I continue to forget in the middle of problems that they're gifts. And so I'm sure that perhaps you do the same. And so I, I would like for today's conversation to be one that you revisit, one that you come back to, one, one that you dive into so that you can condition your mind and so that you can recognize when you're in those problems, you fall to the level of your training. And so today's about training. One of the quotes I also wanted to share with you from William Shakespeare, you know, the legendary William Shakespeare. And uh, I'll try to bring this to modern day English, but I'll start by saying what exactly what he said. He says, let me embrace the sour adversity for wise men say it is the wisest course. Let me embrace the sour adversity for wise men say it is the wisest course. In other words, let's embrace adversity, this sour, this adversity that tastes horrible. It like makes you want to, you know, spit it out because I'm embracing you because wise men say that that is the wisest course. Here's another one. Giver Tully says that persistence and resilience only come from having been given the chance to work through difficult problems. So we only get that persistence and resilience, two of the most critical skills, two of the most critical character traits. We only get those by having, having been given the chance to work through difficult problems. So we're never going to be problem free. And I believe something that I'd like for us to really embrace is that that's a good thing. And if we have no problems, we have no progress. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out CF Capital. CF Capital is the premier boutique real estate investment firm in the Midwest and Southeast region of the United States. We are a national real estate investment firm with a purpose. We provide property investment and asset management solutions to help passive investors maximize returns on high value multifamily communities. But our investments go far beyond acquisitions. We invest in people. We are in the business of elevating communities and raising the bar for everyone within our ecosystem. CF Capital is a real estate investment firm focused on the acquisition and operation of multifamily assets. We confidently deliver tax advantage, stable cash flow, and capital appreciation with a margin of safety. By investing alongside our team, investors can preserve and grow their wealth without having to deal with tenants, termites, or toilets. Investors come and stay for the outsized returns we create in our deals while appreciating the ancillary opportunity to make a bigger impact that only CF Capital can provide. If you're an investor and want to invest with us, here's how. Learn more about CF Capital at cfcapllc.com or by simply clicking the link in the show notes of this episode. We will see you on the inside of this powerful community. So let's elevate communities together. And so I'd like to talk to you about what I believe are the five steps 
to find the gift in problems. So if you're ready to jot these down, let's go ahead and dive in. So number one, recognize that problems are gifts. We've talked about that so far in this conversation, and I wanna encourage you to train your brain, condition your mindset, and recognize that wise men say that this is the wisest course. And so if we trust in that process, let's allow this to unfold for us. By the way, repetition is the mother of all skill. So the more problems that we engage in, the more challenges that we overcome, the more skill that we develop in finding the gifts in those problems. So number one, recognize that problems are gifts. Number two, look for the gift, right? When we have a problem and we've repeated that, that repetition, right? We've engaged in building and strengthening that muscle. We can look for the gift and we can say, well, let me be an investigator here. Let me just say, well, if that's true, and it has been for me in the past, right? And wise men across time, wise women across time have said that, you know what? Problems are gifts and, and adversities and, and setbacks and challenges. There's a seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Let me trust in that. And now let me be an investigator. Let me look into, well, if that's true, then where might that be? Because there's tremendous power in powerful, powering questions. So if that's true, that problems are gifts, where might that gift be? And what could that be? And I think that when we start to ask those questions, we start to put ourselves in the world of possibilities. Number three, be patient and stay grateful. It may not come to you overnight. You may not find the gift in that challenge or that problem in one week, in one month. It may not even be one year, believe it or not. Some gifts take longer than others to come true. Some don't really take long at all. Um, but it's unbelievable to look back sometimes and say, wow, I trusted the process. I trusted that there was a solution to my problem. There was a gift in that challenge and it was greater than I ever would have recognized. Number four, get creative, take ownership and open your mind to a new way of thinking. So when we've stayed patient, we've stayed grateful and we've recognize that the gifts are in these challenges and we're opening our mind to new possibilities. We've strengthened the brain. We've strengthened our mindset through repetition. At this point, now it takes a little bit of progress. What we've been talking about has been a little bit more passive, but now it's time to get a bit more active. So let's get creative. Let's take ownership and recognize that it may take a new line of thinking to find the gift in those challenges. So the question is, do we need to pivot? Was the problem in your control or was it out of your control? Was it a result of your effectiveness, your ineffectiveness or your effort? Maybe your effort was not where it needed to be or was there something else that created that problem? It's disassociating yourself from the issue and recognizing that there's progress in problems and maybe there's a shift that you can make or maybe there's a new way that you can interact with things that are out of your control that you can you can engage in. So what new line of thinking do you need to engage in as a result? Is the problem feedback that you need to pivot or recommit? You know, if sometimes a lot of, you know, when a business comes out of the gate and it recognize or it launches a new product and the product is just flopping, it's just absolute disaster. You know, the sales are just plummeting They're You know, you're not hitting your metrics, so on and so forth. You can either stay that course and keep going because maybe you see something the marketplace doesn't yet see and you feel like, you know, 
commitment is required to get where you want to go. And as you do that, you recognize that, well, wait a minute, maybe I, I was right, or maybe that's wrong. You know, there's this great book, it's called The Startup J-Curve. And really what he talks about is that a lot of times when you're launching a new business, a new product, a new venture, there is a bit of a dip out of the gate and you're getting feedback from the marketplace that's giving you the opportunity to pivot. And when you pivot, you can pivot in the right direction and start making positive, making a positive trajectory. And so the question is, is this problem feedback for you to pivot or is this an opportunity for you to recommit and continue to persist forward and be resilient forward towards what you know is true? And so I think it's critical to be open minded, take ownership of the fact that, you know what, sometimes problems are things that you could have corrected or improved upon. And there's also times where challenges come to you that are a bit out of your control and maybe a bit of persistence and resiliency is in order for you. But I think ultimately it comes down to asking yourself the real questions and getting a sense of reality and not being disconnected with that reality by saying, well, you know, it, it's just brute force that I need to continue forward with. So you have to be in alignment with where do you need to make adjustments? What adjustments need to be made? What are what is the real issue with this problem? Also, ask yourself, who can help you solve this problem? That's a creative question. We got to get creative. What other ways, what other lines of thinking can we take to solve this problem? Maybe we've been thinking about it in one direction, one method, but we need to take a totally different path. I think about the, the visualization of a building and the outcome or the goal that you have is to get into the middle of the building. You've been trying to walk through one door and it's locked. It's got boards on the other side. It's got chains, all these things. You just can't get through this door and you're pounding on it. You're bringing like big logs. You're trying to bust through this door and you're like, I'm trying to get to the middle of this building and I can't get in there. And so you step back and you say, well, wait a minute. Let me ask myself a more creative question. It's, is this the only pathway forward? Is there another door? Is there a window? Is there a ladder that I can climb up to the second floor and climb through and go down the stairs and all these different things? Start to ask yourself more powerful questions and you're going to get more powerful answers. And number five, lastly, is commit to the outcome. Keep moving without fear of failure. Keep moving. Commit to the outcome. And I totally believe that if we want to get to where we want to go, it is about progress. It is about momentum. It is about action. So we have to keep moving if we want to find the gift in problems. I want to wrap this conversation by, you know, sharing a few other things. And Ralph Marston said that we should welcome those big, sticky, complicated problems in them are our most powerful opportunities. So we have to welcome these big, sticky, complicated problems because the most powerful opportunities are inside of them. So I want to challenge you, Elevate Nation. Let's look for bigger problems. Let's solve bigger problems. Let's create more value. The path to your dreams comes through them. And I'll wrap by saying that adversity causes some men to break. And it also causes others to break records. And that was from the great William Arthur Ward. Again, adversity causes some men to break, but others to break records. So I invite you to break records today by finding the gift in problems. Until next time, Elevate Nation, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Elevate. 
If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and pay it forward by sharing with a friend. Most importantly, take this opportunity to elevate your results by taking immediate action on what you learned. For more, visit elevatepod.com.